Coming up on InfoSec Sync, experts are warning about another kind of theft when it comes to your car. And the government is prepping to pour millions of dollars to beef up cybersecurity. Also ahead, lawmakers working to get stricter regulations in the cryptocurrency space. And Apple's iPhone 13 unveiling fell short of one more thing. We've got those stories and more, so get ready to get in sync with InfoSec Sync. You're watching the InfoSec Sync Weekly News with Nick Thomas and news anchor Layla Gulen, sponsored by Axelio. Threat detection and response done right. Axelio. Welcome to the InfoSec Sync Weekly News for week ending September 17th, 2021. I'm Layla Gulen with your host, Nick Thomas. Nick, it's Thursday again. Hey, Layla, how are you doing? Yeah, it's Thursday again. It's another busy cyber week, so let's get to it. Let's do it. All right, speaking of busy, so Apple had their highly anticipated iPhone unveiling, uh, four new phones and some other predictable improvements. The new smartphones include the iPhone 13 mini, the iPhone 13, the iPhone 13 Pro, and iPhone 13 Pro Max. No groundbreaking design changes or features and no portless iPhone. What was also glaringly missing was the tech giant's once classic line, one more thing. The new phones do boast better cameras, longer-lasting battery, and faster processing. In case you're wondering how much these phones will cost, the Pro and Pro Max start at $999 and $1099 respectively. Also, Apple unveiled the new Apple Watch Series 7, a slimmer device with a wider screen. That price tag starts at $399. More to come after the break. Experts warn of car break-ins without the shattered glass. We'll be right back. Are you concerned the next news headline on a security breach includes your company name? In a recent IBM Cyber Report, 51% of all interviewed organizations reported a significant business disruption during the past two years due to a cybersecurity incident. While organizations using 50-plus security tools rank themselves lower in their ability to detect and respond to an attack, with the average security operation team using 70 tools. If more tools and data are not the answer, what can you do? Excelio works with you to optimize a threat detection and response solution to fit your environment to prevent tool and data overload. We leverage and optimize your existing infrastructure enhanced with the Excelio platform as necessary, utilizing open source solutions where applicable. And we work closely with you to deploy, configure, document, and educate your team. Excelio, let's create the right security solution for your environment. Welcome back. Technology and hackers are taking the concept of defensive driving to a new level. According to the co-founder of Gardnock Cyber Technologies, your vehicle is at risk for some type of digital intrusion. They say the more sophisticated the system is, the more connected your vehicle is, the more exposed you are. In an annual global automotive cybersecurity report, top cyber incidents include a hacker gaining control over its Tesla's entire connected vehicle fleet by exploiting a vulnerability in the OEM's server-side mechanism. These attacks mean automakers have to take a proactive stance and to ask white hat ethical hackers to show them where the car's vulnerabilities in exchange for some monetary rewards. So Nick, can this be done remotely? I mean, I guess it can be, or do you have to be within close proximity to the vehicle? And, and what can they do once they have exploited these so-called vulnerabilities? 
So, Lele, it totally depends on how uh, they work the attack and how their infrastructure is. But, yeah, if they do it right, they could totally do it remotely if they want to. Or they could be close or within 100 to 500 feet of the car. And what was your other question? Oh, just, you know, uh, the what they can actually do to your car. So, I mean, if you're driving along, can your car just veer off the side of the road? Can it stop suddenly? What are some of those security issues? Well, depending on the CAN bus in the car um, and how it's configured, they can either disengage the brakes, make it speed up, ter turn certain things are off, or simply kill the car, kill the engine. Careful. Whatever they want it to do, they can do. <laughs> yeah. And with that, um, let's see. Uh, next story, Microsoft password removal, going passwordless. Microsoft has informed owners of its consumer accounts that they no longer need a password but can take advantage of more secure authentication methods. This includes Microsoft Authenticator app, Windows, Hello, physical security keys, or phone and email verification codes to sign into services like Outlook, OneDrive, and Family Safety. Users with existing Microsoft accounts can delete their password from the account, and new accounts can be created without a password, Layla. So are passwords generally just an unsafe barrier? Um, currently, uh, uh, passwords, you know, they could be brute forced. Um, they can be hacked. Uh, it's very difficult with multi-factor authentication when it goes to your phone and you have to authenticate it. So that's why they're going this way with it. I see. Well, three former U.S. intelligence operatives are in deep trouble after admitting to working illegally as hackers for the United Arab Emirates. Their operations included developing sophisticated spyware capable of tapping into mobile devices without any action by their users. Charges include helping the UAE spy on targets around the world, using servers and computers, and evading detection by providers. The men admitted their conduct and agreed to give up nearly $2 million in U.S. security clearances and cooperate fully with investigators. This means the suspects won't necessarily face prison or court. As investigators say, the case is the first of its kind and is intended to serve as a warning to others who could now be fully prosecuted for similar conduct. I'm a little bit confused by this story, Nick, simply because... I would imagine that they should have faced stricter consequences. So so what is the, exactly the dynamic going on here? Yeah, you, you would think so. So uh, right off the bat, I even had to read this a couple times and from different sources um, because I thought it was a uh, a spy thing going on, right? But basically these guys worked for a company in the Middle East um, but it was an American company and they were doing some work for a company over there and they were using American-made software. So when you usually do that, there's something called ITAR or International Traffic in Arms. It's a regulation, and a compliance regulation that you have to report that, and that's what they didn't do, and that's what they got them on. So that's why it's a it's it's the first of its kind. So we'll see what happens from here. But yeah, I'm surprised as well, Layla. Yeah. Yeah. Um, increasing cyber threats bag more cybersecurity experts. This is why Fortinet is now focusing on shrinking the gap in cybersecurity leaders and skills. The company suggests at least 3 million professionals need to enter the industry to keep up with demand. Fortinet's pledge comes after the Biden administration called on organizations across private and public sectors to help reduce security risks 
by developing more cybersecurity talent. Massachusetts Attorney General has launched a probe into the massive data breach at T-Mobile. The breach exposed the personal information of 54 million people, including current former and prospective customers of the carrier. The investigation into the nation's third largest wireless carrier includes whether proper cybersecurity safeguards were in place to protect consumer data and mobile device information. Information accessed includes social security numbers, addresses, and dates of birth. T-Mobile was not available for comment. Nick. Microsoft has released patches for 66 vulnerabilities in Windows, the Edge browser, Azure, Office, SharePoint Server, Microsoft Windows DNS, and the Windows subsystems for Linux. Three are critical, 62 are important, and one is moderate. The vulnerability under active attack is a remote code execution flaw, which exists in Microsoft MS HTML, the browser engine built into Windows that allows the operating system to read and display HTML files. An attacker could exploit this vulnerability by embedding a specifically crafted ActiveX control in an Office file and sending it to a victim. If opened, the malicious code would execute at the level of the logged-in victim. An attack would require low complexity and no privileges, but a successful exploit does require you. Well, security defects at Apple forced the company to roll out a pair of fixes for its iOS and Mac OS systems. Apple did not provide any additional details on the live attacks beyond crediting Citizen Lab for one of the discoveries. A major clue, the patch covers the forced entry zero-click malware attacks seen targeting political activists in Bahrain. The forced entry attacks includes an iOS zero-click exploit for iMessage that bypasses Apple's Blastdoor sandbox to plant the Pegasus spyware on iPhones. There have been 64 documented zero-day attacks so far this year. According to data reviewed by Security Week, 15 of the 64 zero-days targeted security problems in Apple's iOS and macOS operating systems. Again, Nick, Apple products being more and more targeted. I did my updates. Thanks to you. Uh, you're the one who brought it to my attention. But do you think that consumers are just living in a fool's paradise about Apple products? Because I remember the day when they said, get get an Apple product because right. they're ironclad. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. You have to keep up with security. Um, Apple is one of the big dogs now. So the hackers, that's where everyone is, right? Most of the people are on, on their iPhones. I know there's Galaxy out there and all the other ones, but I think iPhone is probably topping it. So they want to get where the consumer is and where the people are, which is on their iPhone. So they're going to attack any way they can. They're going to attack you on your, your iMac and your iPad and everything else. So keep up to date with your Apple. <laughs> Yeah, and really, it just takes a couple of minutes to do it. All right, well, it's time for a break. When we return, a crypto Ponzi scheme gets shut down. We'll be right back. Many organizations are protecting their environment through perimeter defense using a combination of firewalls, IDSs, IPSs, and endpoint protection. Even though cost-effective, recent events have shown that perimeter defense, even though necessary, is not sufficient when it comes to threat detection and response. And once a threat actor penetrates these defenses, what tools do you have to detect their every move or to stop their preparations for ransomware attacks or data exfiltration? 
At Excelio, we believe that comprehensive network visibility across your network inside and out is essential to identify and respond to today's threat actors. Packet Express provides the network visibility and contextual data to detect, prioritize, and mitigate threats no matter where they hide. No matter where they hide. Axelio, threat detection and response solutions with Packet Express, the network visibility hub. Welcome back. A cryptocurrency trading platform has been shuttered for allegedly defrauding thousands of investors out of millions of dollars. CoinSeed has been ordered to pay a $3 million judgment. Some security experts say these Ponzi scheme type activities may persist in the absence of mutually agreeable regulations, adding more investor protections around fraud. CoinSeed's mobile app, which was available on the App Store and Google Play Store, illegally sold securities and improperly acted as a broker-dealer and traded in investors' accounts without permission, even blocking account access. Prosecutors say CoinSeed funneled client funds into the digital currency Dogecoin without consent, causing losses for investors in a matter of hours. Well, the head of the U.S. Cyber Command and the National Security Agency announced a surge in efforts to respond to the mounting ransomware attacks on critical U.S. organizations. He said government specialists are poised to tackle cybersecurity threats and to impose costs when necessary. Recent attacks have been linked to foreign governments, such as the SolarWinds hack, which allowed Russian government-linked hackers to compromise nine federal agencies and 100 private sector groups for much of last year. Incidents have also included major ransomware attacks on companies including Colonial Pipeline and meat producer JBS. Nick, we keep hearing of these agencies bolstering their security, so are we seeing all of this talk now being put into action? How much longer is it going to be before we really start to see a strong cybersecurity force in this nation? So hopefully soon, um, we've just getting everything together. Um, We've even actually, we've got the new cyber czar and we have a new appointed uh, chief of staff over at CISA. And that brings me into the next story here. Um, Their new leader, Kirsten Todd, has been appointed as its new chief of staff. Before joining CISA, she served as managing director of the nonprofit Cyber Readiness Institute. She also served as president and managing partner at risk management consulting firm, Liberty Group Ventures between 2012 and 2016. Her government experience goes back to the Obama administration when she served as the executive director of the President's Independent Commission on Enhancing National Cybersecurity in 2016. Todd was a supporter of former CISA director Chris Krebs, who was fired by President Donald Trump after he refuted claims of electoral fraud. Layla. Zero trust. That's what the Biden administration's wide-ranging cybersecurity executive order is aiming for. The concept eliminates implicit trust in any one element or service and requires continuous verification from multiple services to determine access and other system responses. Zero trust is a security approach that relies on stringent authentication and authorization processes to give users needed access to digital assets. Experts say the biggest challenge for government agencies is coming up to speed on the relatively new and not immediately obtainable goal of zero trust. This surprises me, Nick, because I would have figured that there would be zero trust 
to begin with. Surprises a lot of people, Layla. So when the systems were first built uh, on these government sh machines and government networks, this wasn't the thing to think about it at the at the present time. So now that things are more stringent, uh, we're seeing more attacks with the defense industrial base, and um, basically they're getting the low hanging fruit. They're going to make you authenticate every time you uh, go to a resource, a, a printer, or a file, or a shared folder, and you're going to have to prove who you are and what um, accesses you need. And it's going to take a lot of money to do that. And speaking of a lot of money, a pair of House committees say they want to pour more money into cybersecurity. The House Homeland Security Committee approved an amendment that would give CISA $865 million to fund various security programs over the next 10 years. Included in that funding is nearly $400 million to help implement President Joe Biden's executive order on cybersecurity. If you remember, we reported on that a little while ago. Whether CISA and the FTC receive the money to fund these cybersecurity initiatives remains to be seen. The House must first pass a final version of the 2022 Federal Budget Reconciliation Bill, and that measure must then be reconciled with the version that the Senate has already passed. Once a final federal spending bill has been agreed upon, it needs to pass the Senate and House before Biden can sign the legislation into law, Layla. Senior U.S. officials say Russia isn't doing anything to crack down on ransomware-wielding criminals operating from inside its borders. The assessment comes three months after President Joe Biden's June summit in Geneva with Russian President Vladimir Putin. Biden has continued to try and pressure Putin into addressing the ransomware problem. However, experts say it's too soon to tell if the Russian government was getting tough. With the supposed exit or silence from groups such as Avedon, Darkside, and Lockbit, however, there did appear to have been some attrition. Well, we need to take a break here. When we come back, uh, one of the biggest tech sales to date, we'll explain after the break. Are you concerned the next news headline on a security breach includes your company name? In a recent IBM cyber report, 51% of all interviewed organizations reported a significant business disruption during the past two years due to a cybersecurity incident. While organizations using 50-plus security tools rank themselves lower in their ability to detect and respond to an attack, with the average security operation team using 70 tools. If more tools and data are not the answer, what can you do? Excelio works with you to optimize a threat detection and response solution to fit your environment to prevent tool and data overload. We leverage and optimize your existing infrastructure enhanced with the Excelio platform as necessary, utilizing open source solutions where applicable. And we work closely with you to deploy, configure, document, and educate your team. Excelio, let's create the right security solution for your environment. U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission Chair Gary Gensler testified before the Senate calling for comprehensive cryptocurrency regulations. Gensler says there's a need to reduce cybersecurity risks and other market risks and criminal efforts to defraud investors, all while advancing the assets. Several Republican lawmakers cited a lack of clarity in enforcement efforts, including around stable coins, which are pegged to the U.S. dollar. Much of the questioning entailed the level of regulation the SEC can impose on inherently decentralized digital currencies. Last week, 
The SEC issued a new warning that criminal schemes are continuing to target digital assets. Israeli cybersecurity firm Cape Technologies plunked down nearly a billion dollars for virtual private network provider ExpressVPN. This is one of the biggest buys of a foreign outfit for an Israeli company to date. Cape develops a range of privacy and security products for personal data protection and currently serves more than two and a half million paying subscribers worldwide. VPNs allow users to browse the internet privately by creating a private network from public internet connections and secures user information and identities. The global VPN market was estimated at $35.5 billion last year. New details have been revealed over Netgear's recently remediated critical vulnerability in smart switches. These vulnerabilities can be leveraged by an attacker to potentially execute malicious code and take control over vulnerable devices. The flaw being dubbed Seventh Inferno is part of a trio of security weaknesses called Demon's Cries and Draconian Fear. The disclosure comes weeks after Netgear released patches to address the vulnerabilities earlier this month. Successful exploitation of Demon's Cries and Draconian Fear could grant a malicious party the ability to change the administrator password without actually having to know the previous password or hijack the session bootstrapping information, resulting in a full compromise of the device, Layla. And finally, the healthcare industry has been slapped with a lawsuit in the wake of a recent ransomware breach affecting one and a half million patients. The Savannah, Georgia-based St. Joseph's Candler Health System is accused of recklessness and neglect in safeguarding patients' information. Over the last year, federal agencies warned the hospital of potential hacks. However, it failed to properly improve its IT systems. The lawsuit seeks damages and five years of credit and identity monitoring, as well as improvements to the healthcare system's data security. Well, that's going to do it for us. We want to thank you so much for watching. On behalf of Nick and myself, you're now in sync with InfoSec Sync. We'll see you back here next week. Many organizations are protecting their environment through perimeter defense using a combination of firewalls, IDSs, IPSs, and endpoint protection. Even though cost-effective, recent events have shown that perimeter defense, even though necessary, is not sufficient when it comes to threat detection and response. And once a threat actor penetrates these defenses, what tools do you have to detect their every move or to stop their preparations for ransomware attacks or data exfiltration? At Excelio, we believe that comprehensive network visibility across your network, inside and out, is essential to identify and respond to today's threat actors. Packet Express provides the network visibility and contextual data to detect, prioritize, and mitigate threats, no matter where they hide. No matter where they hide. Axelio, threat detection and response solutions with Packet Express, the network visibility hub.